Welcome to the Soul Driven Podcast. I believe that when we invest in ourselves, the world benefits. If you are searching for meaning and purpose, if you are unsure about how to combine the spiritual with the everyday, if you are ready to uncover who you truly are, then you've come to the right place. The Soul Driven Podcast is dedicated to exploring the intersection of living a soulful and spiritual life in a driven and ambitious world. Join me for practical guidance, truthful discussions, and interviews with people who are successfully living a soul-driven life. My name is Anna Hendricks, spiritual guide, marketer, and your host. Thank you for being here. Welcome back. Welcome back for another soul-driven episode. It's just you and me today. And I got to tell you, I'm so thankful, so thankful that you're here, so thankful you're tuning in, not just to be here, but because you chose to listen to this message. And while there's so many different things that might seem more sparkly or pretty or whatever to spend your time on, this message is really important. And especially for these times, you know, it's, it's one that has been sitting with me for a couple of years. I've spoken about it before. But of course, with the election and everything, I'm coming at it from a different angle. And plus, you're definitely going to want to stick around for the channeled Akashic message for these times. So very, very powerful reading. I'll get into that a bit more here after a bit. But um, yes, thank you for being here. Okay, so two quick announcements on the front end. First of all, major news is coming. So be sure that you are on my email list. That's where, that's where all this stuff pops up first. And, you know, you don't have to worry about me spamming the crap out of you. My goal with my email newsletter community is to always provide value. So even when I'm promoting my work, which is what I need to do to pay my bills, <laughs> um, I also want to enrich your life and add value. So you got good stuff to look forward to, right? Okay, so make sure big news coming. And then second of all, if you are needing support right now, additional support, look, November is no joke and we're still in the early part of it. Download the November Akashic Toolkit. It is everything that I could want to share with you to help support you. You know, you get the audio for the November Akashic Forecast to listen to whenever you'd like without all my mumbo jumbo attached. You get a really beautiful workbook that has a bunch of other resources to help support you this month, journaling prompts, a bunch of different things. And last but definitely not least, the November Akashic activation, which is extremely powerful. This particular activation really works on grounding in our lower three chakras, clearing them out. And then I actually take you into your Akashic records and we clear out a bunch of karmic things. I've gotten such incredible feedback from this activation and it just makes me, makes me so happy to, to hear beautiful things from people. So make sure to grab that. It's only seven bucks and you can use it for months, years to come. This is not a one-off thing, um, but it will offer you a lot of additional support in the month ahead. So if that resonates with you, you'll find the links and everything in the show notes. Okay, so let's dive into today's message, togetherness, the only way forward. 
So my intention with this episode is really to get us focused, refocused, regardless of what the election outcome is. So I'm actually recording this on Tuesday, the 8th, the day of the election and this crazy eclipse energy. I have just been in an anxiety fit, quite frankly, about what I could do to be supportive around this time. Because regardless of what the election outcome is, first of all, just with the astrology, there's a lot coming at us at, a, at this time. There's a lot being released. There's a lot changing. I have no idea what's going to happen. But there is great, like there's definite opportunity here for for mayhem to ensue within the United States, within other countries around the world. I mean, if you haven't listened to the November Akashic Forecast, I highly recommend it because it talks about what's coming for us. And I don't say that to scare you at all. I say that because I want to empower you. That's always, you know, the the root of why I share things is because when we understand a bit more of what's coming our way, we can choose differently. And I know I sound like a broken record. I say this all the time on this podcast, but I can't say it enough because there's new people coming to this podcast all the time. What's up? Welcome. (laughs) And it doesn't, no matter how many times I, I say it, it doesn't change how important it is, right? Whether you are taking in an astrology forecast, a numerology, like whatever the case may be, there might be things in there that trigger us. And those are important things for us to consider. You know, why do we get scared? What comes up for us? And in those moments as well to also realize, okay, so that fear is here, that concern is here, but what can I do now in this present moment? What can I control here? Because that's all that we have. And those other things, they may never happen. You know, our minds love to make up all kinds of stories. You know it's true. I know it's true. Things that never even come into fruition. (laughs) And we can't get lost in that. We really have to stay front and center. But I was really thinking about like, oh my gosh, like a big part of me wanted to wait until Tuesday night, until the outcome of the election had come before I, you know, made a podcast Um, I just, I went back and forth a million times and finally got some clarity in the midst of a breathwork session actually. But, um, you know, the election may not have a clear outcome by the time that this comes out. I don't know what's going to happen. I certainly have some inklings, which we'll kind of talk about in a minute. But my point being is that no matter what the outcome is we are in major energy major shifting tides and it's only going to amplify and extend as we move out towards the very end of this year into next year there's just a lot of things that have to change and because things have to change and because we as humans are stubborn (laughs) and we'll go around the mountain a hundred times before we get it That's why things are difficult. That's why we learn through difficulty. Doesn't always happen, but it often happens. So starting with the election, you know, the thing is that I want to talk about here. First of all, I think it's really important within the United States or within wherever it is that 
you are located, you're living, is to realize that the, the reason that our governments are so corrupt is because of the foundation in which they were built upon. Now, I don't know the history of other countries, so I'm going to primarily talk about the U.S. here, but if you live outside the U.S., I invite you to think about how these things align for you in your own country, right? Here in the U.S., we've got two major political parties, the Republicans and the Democrats, and I got to tell you, and I have said this for years, they're both very corrupt, period. And they're corrupt because of the systems upon which they were built, these systems that allow people to come in and have power, have money, have access, have, have the opportunity to shape too many things. And that goes to their head. And because, you know, we're all human and we are all capable of falling short, it brings out the worst of the humans who get involved in government. There's very, very few people who can go through and not get reprogrammed, if you will, at some point. You know, there's one politician here. Um, I remember when I was in college, I saw a documentary on him in political science, and I was just blown away at he, he like fought to get the mayorship within his city. And he was fighting against this other person who was very corrupt. And I mean, he was just, oh, it was so inspiring to watch. I mean, I got to tell you, I, I ex like, especially to that point in my life, I couldn't have given less of a crap about politics. Like, it's just not, you know, not my thing. But to watch this guy was so inspiring for me. He eventually won the document in the documentary, ended up losing, but he eventually won that mayorship and ended up becoming um, a senator, which is what he's serving now. And, you know, after that documentary, like I lost touch with him. I wasn't, you know, I never like knew him personally, but like I lost touch with his story. And then years later, actually, I think it was the 2016 elections because he actually ran for president he popped up again and I was like, oh my gosh, you know, this guy. And I started paying attention to him and immediately I was just like, this is not the same person. This person has been bought. This person has been corrupted. And we can be really angry with people in government because they get corrupted, but we have to remember our human frailty. When you get into positions where you have the opportunity to not only gain power, but also status and money. Very few of us can keep our moral compass aligned. It's very difficult. You know, I, I can put myself in those situations and say like, I would do this and I would do this, but I haven't ever faced that yet in my life. And I hope that I would do the right thing, but I don't know. And so me pointing fingers and judging other people is a waste of time because I don't know what it's like. And I think a lot of times in politics, especially when you get to the higher levels, you're often making a choice in between two wrong answers, if that makes sense, right? Two outcomes that you don't want either one of, but you have to choose. I mean, I got to tell you over the last couple of years with the pandemic, you know, the, uh, the vaccines, just like everything I have constantly just looked at our political parties, our, our government, and thought, I'm so thankful I'm not in charge of making those decisions because it would be really difficult. 
it would be really hard. A, no matter what you choose, half of the people are going to be really angry with you. But then B, like there's some really hard decisions that have to be made in those positions. And the reason, especially here in the U.S., that our government is so corrupt is because, again, the foundation in which it was built upon, the chessboard needs to be cleared. We need to divest ourselves, this country, of all of it and start from the ground up. You know, I can't remember when it was. I did an Akashic channeling at some point in time, and they actually talked about how the U.S. was founded on inequality. It was founded on 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 racial, um, you know, racist uh, views. It was it was not founded in it from a true place of love. I mean, there's, you know, there's so many ideas about the U.S. and oh my gosh, the land of dreams, the land of opportunity. You know what I mean? Um, here for brotherly love and equality and all that bullshit. That's not what the U.S. was founded on. You know, we, we came in and destroyed and took over and killed so many indigenous people who, who were here first. You know, we, we forced them to take on our religious viewpoints. We, we stole and raped and pillaged and, and all of the horrific things that have been done on any country on this planet. It's not like the U.S. was any different. But the U.S. was, you know... The, U, the hope with the U.S. was that it would be the land of the free. <laughs> Yet the irony of that, right? That we would come in and remove the freedom from everyone who was already here, push them aside, kill them if necessary, take over, and then create systems and structures in which to govern this body of land. How could we have ever been successful? It's not possible. It's just not. And while we waste our time taking sides in Democrats and Republicans, pointing fingers at these people, both sides are awful, period. Both sides are, both sides, you know, uh, rely on fear. Both sides, um, again, are corrupt. Both, it's, there, you know, in, in my viewpoint, there is one lesser of the two evils, but aren't we better than having to choose from that? Like, should, don't we deserve more, right? And again, I, I mean this for anyone in any country because I know it is very similar in other countries. And I want to lay this foundation on the front end because as I kind of jump in here for a moment and start talking about the importance of coming together, I think it's important to take these things in you know, right after the election, right after one party has potentially gotten the majority from the other. We're just going to see what happens. The importance of not choosing sides is huge. It is huge. And if nothing else in this message and in today's message, I invite you to, I encourage you, I challenge you to start stepping out of the division in your own life, to begin seeing outside right and wrong, yes or no, Democrat, Republican, vaccines, no vaccines, masks, no masks, all of the ways in which we are invited into constantly choosing sides. And instead, backing away enough 
to where we can see both sides. Because both sides are important, equally as important. One of my closest friends, I have known him for close to a decade now. Actually, I think it is a decade, more than a decade. We met on Twitter, became fast friends. He was also in marketing. For those who don't know, I, I was a marketing CEO for 10 years before stepping into this work, but he was also in marketing. And um, he ended up working for my agency for several years. Uh, we have stayed in touch. We often, I mean, we, we communicate multiple times a week through voice messages on uh, WhatsApp, like, he is someone I love with all my heart, and yet his viewpoints are the very opposite of mine. He's hardcore conservative Christian, you know, doesn't believe in, in life outside this planet. Um, his views of Christianity, he believes that we are supposed to take the Bible verbatim. And of course, he is a hardcore Republican. He loved Trump the whole nine yards. I remember... I remember messaging with him when Biden finally was elected into office and just hearing the sound of his voice and the, the sadness and almost the fear. And it hit me so hard because I realized immediately in that moment, it's like, that was me when Trump got into office. It was like, boom, such a big deal. And that really hit home for me once again that there are people on opposite sides of whatever fence that can see things in a completely different way than us. And it does not negate their heart, who they are as a person. Now, we can have a lot of opinions ab about that and about why that may or may not be true. Um, and that's fine. But the bottom line is, is that there isn't just one truth. And I'm going to get into that in just a minute as well. But I really want to invite you into being able to see both sides, to humanize both sides, and to get curious, you know, instead of judgmental when considering both sides. So I've written, um, I've, I've published two posts on Medium lately. If, if you aren't familiar, I, I blog relatively frequently on Medium. I'm, I'm finally making space in my schedule for that again because your girlfriend needs to practice writing. I got some books in me, you know. <laughs> um, but I've written two, two, different, uh, two different articles one of which is called Spirituality and Politics Are Interconnected, Not Separate, which is very important to read. And then the second one, Our Differences, an Akashic Message for the United States. This was a message that came through the Akashics that I wanted to share about our future and the ways in which the Akashics see our future coming together. And our coming together is through our differences. It's the recognition that our neighbors, potentially someone who believes in something very different, has strengths that we do not. We have strengths that they do not. And being able to utilize those for the betterment of all 
instead of just one side versus the other side. We can push and pull and go back and forth on this all day long, but the truth is, is that differences make us better. Differences make us interesting. They make us powerful, so powerful. And anyone who tells you any differently is unfortunately not seeing the whole picture. You know, we don't learn things from people who always agree with us. We don't grow. We aren't challenged in life to be more when everything goes our way. Differences, whether it is in other people or in life, they are, make, they are what makes life rich and exciting and good. Our differences are our biggest superpower here within the United States. And we will come together and we will become the nation that we could be when we recognize this, when enough of us recognize this. And I believe that when that happens, that's when we will come to the understanding that the systems and structures must be rebuilt from the ground up. Now, when we talk about differences, of course, we have to talk about this whole idea of perspective and truths like I was speaking about a moment ago. We have to learn how to make space for other people's truths because a truth is subjective. It is subjective to our upbringing, to the variables in which we have, like, you know, the ways in which we've lived, the experiences that we've had, um, our genders, our decisions, the places we've worked, like so many different variables are what make up our truth. And... You know, when Biden got into office, my truth was, this is the best decision for this time. And my very close friend's truth was, this is the worst decision at this time. And the truth is that both are correct. And there is space for all. I have talked about the middle space before on this podcast in my episode, Be Radical, Don't Take Sides, which... I will place links to all of the posts and podcasts and stuff I'm talking about today. So you can dive deeper on these if you would like to. But truth is, it's subjective. And because of that, we have to understand that we can be right and someone else can be right. And there is space for all of that. It is that middle space. It is that coming together. It is what makes us better. It is what makes us better. The example that I used in that podcast is from 2020 when there were all of the protests against, you know, the, the, um, uh, the police forces and, you know, there's some big racial division stuff going on. I mean, there was just so much in 2020 and the basketball players like were refusing to kneel and, um, you know, at games during the, um, the opening ceremonies. And I saw on Facebook this photo of this basketball team. I can't remember who they were, but half the players were kneeling and half of the players were standing. I think I got the kneeling standing thing mixed up a minute ago. (laughs) Just ignore me. I do that all the time. Um, The players who were kneeling were in protest of, of the racism. And the players who were standing or the players who have family in the military, family 
um, who in the police force, you know, and they, but they were all holding hands and that holding of hands was showing that like, we can all support what is important to us and still be together. That is so possible. That middle space is where we have to find ourselves. And in the midst of coming off of this election, regardless of what the outcome is, we have to find out, we have to figure out a way to work together. We have to figure out a way to come together. We have to get over our ideas of what is right and wrong and extend what is the truth, which is there is no one truth. <laughs> I think if there is any one truth, it's that love is the only answer or some variation of that. That's probably the only truth that could be a potential truth. Because again, truths are so subjective. And who am I to ever say someone is totally wrong? It may not resonate with me. I may totally disagree with them. But for me to say someone is wrong when they are standing in their own opinions and values and whatever, well, I just don't like that's that's quite arrogant, isn't it? For me to assume that I know it is right or wrong for someone else. And we have to stop living this way. We have to realize that Together we are stronger. Together we are united. You know, we have so many issues on this planet right now and you freaking better be kidding me. No one, no one can convince me that we do not already have the solutions for all of the issues on this planet already, period. We have incredible minds all over this planet. We have resources, natural resources. There is literally nothing that we cannot solve but we have to come together. It's really important for us to begin finding ways to bridge those gaps in our everyday life and to really be looking for ways in which to put us purposefully, intentionally <laughs> in spaces where we will come against things that we don't agree with, that we don't like, that make us uncomfortable. I think it's so important for us to intentionally do because right now we live in a world of algorithms. And what that means is that your experience of the online world is what you want it to be. Again, that does not mean it is the truth. That's why people get caught up in fake news. That's why people get lost in all these crazy conspiracies because they have clicked on a couple of things that were of interest to them. And all of a sudden, that's everything that they see in their world. And so they fully believe it. They fully align themselves with it. And because they aren't, you know, conscious enough, aware enough, whatever the case may be, they aren't second guessing it. They aren't, you know, um, weighing that with their, their own discernment on the inside. They're just going with it. So because we live in this world of algorithms... We have to purposefully put ourselves in situations where we're going to see things because everything on this planet, everything on this planet is a mirror for us personally. So whether it is a politician, whether it is your neighbor, whether it is someone at a grocery store, regardless, whether it is just an event that's triggering you, it is all valuable information for us to learn something new and different about ourselves. And the more that we can put ourselves in these places where we're coming into contact, especially with people, 
that we just flat out disagree with or have opposing views, the more opportunity we have to not only work on cultivating love within ourselves and compassion for our fellow man, but also seeing that we're not that different. We're not that different. Some of the ways in which I've been doing this, of course, is like with my friendship, you know, uh, with my friend. Um, I have another person in my life as well. And I mean, I have to tell you that these friendships are only possible because both of us are equally respectful to each other about our differences. And when we talk and we do debate about politics, we do so respectfully. And we try to be mindful and to remember, like, it's not personal. We try to keep the emotions out of it. So, you know, that's <laughs> that makes it easier. But it's still... It's still difficult for me at times, for sure. I can't speak for him, but I know it's very difficult for me at times. So I'm just like, oh my gosh, how can you freaking see it that way? Like that's, blah, blah, blah. but that's missing the boat, missing the point. Being friends with him has honestly been one of the best things that I've done in the midst of the past, you know, several years. In regards to, because I have lost a lot of friends that I completely disagreed with when it came to politics, but those were friends that I couldn't have respectful conversations with that didn't also respect my difference. And that's okay. Not everyone's going to be able to do that with us because it does require presence and maturity. One of the other ways I've been doing this is I have returned to Twitter lately, um, with Elon telling, first of all, coming out and saying everyone needs to be neutral on this, or that Twitter needs to be neutral politically, and then coming out and telling 100 million people to vote Republican. I don't know what's going to happen with me staying there. <laughs> um, but being on Twitter for me over the past couple of months has, it has been challenging in that I have, like, you know, when I go through my feed, I used to be on Twitter just prolifically. I mean, it was like my life. I loved it so much. It was my primary social network. I just, oh, I loved it. It got me my first job when I launched my business. It, you know, huge. Um, still, some of my best friends today are from Twitter, people I love the most. But my point being that all of a sudden I was like connected to all these people who have very different and opposing views from me. And quite frankly, my first impetus was to just go through and unfollow and follow and follow because like, nah, who wants that, right? But I caught myself and it was like, wait a minute, let me look at what they're saying. Because if they're not being hateful, if they're not being mean, if they're just sharing, I need to allow that in. I need to be open to that. And I need to... Yeah, I need to be open to that. You know, the thing is, is that we, it's important for us to be open, you know, and to be open with discernment because everything that I'm open to, I also double check with my discernment every single time. It doesn't matter who it is, what it comes for. There's no one person on this planet that can tell me something and I'll just automatically believe them like, nope, <laughs> I've never been that way. I never will be that way. It's just not who I am. Um... And that's a beautiful thing because it is so important for us to double check with that wisdom that is within, you know, does this feel good in my body? Does this feel good? 
or does it just enrage me? If it enrages me, then, you know, that, that's really something to look at because rage is not going to be connected with truth necessarily. Like real truth, I believe, is founded in love. And again, truth is subjective. But my point being, when something sets us off emotionally, there's something there to look at. That's really all I want to say about that. So in these next couple of minutes here, I just kind of want to share some of the outcomes that I see depending upon what happens with the election. Again, I don't know what's going to happen, but I have seen a couple of things within the Akashic Records. I have been kind of given some insight and I want to share them with you because I think that they will help to provide some context and also give you your own things to think about and consider before we dive into the Akashic message. So first of all, as I've mentioned before, both sides of, of the plate, if you will, you know, both political parties, the Republicans and the Democrats are corrupt, period. We can say one is worse than the other, but that is actually not super helpful right now. They're both corrupt. And in that, they both need to be cleared out. And so regardless of who gets into office, there will be consequences and there will be, there will be things that are tied to that. So if the Democrats, well, I guess let me start with the Republicans first. Actually, I don't know who to start with first. <laughs> I'll just keep going with Republicans or Democrats because all those aren't there. So if the Democrats get in, we also have a Democratic president right now. So that is going to enable them to pass a lot of their bills, a lot of their initiatives. And that could be good in, in, in some ways for sure. You know, um, I, I love the appreciation for the environment and those sorts of things. You know, but there's also a lot of things that they're kind of dropping the ball on as well. So we'll have, I believe, more of what we've been having, yet there will be a bit more peace within, you know, the the, the Senate and, and whatnot in regards to passing bills because there will be more of a majority that aligns with those things. So, you know, those things will go easier. That being said... If the Democrats get the majority, there is a really, really good chance as of right now with the astrology that there's going to be an, a big eruption, a big protest, violence, a big pushback, a big questioning of our democratic process from the MAGA community, from Republicans, from people who are clearly not respecting our democracy, which is really just comes down to our ability to choose who we put into office, right? I feel like democracy has gotten so loaded as a word lately. And I don't want to say that it's necessarily like one side. Getting lost in all that is a waste of time right now. Let's just kind of focus on this high level viewpoint here. So there is big opportunity there for major pushback and it could happen immediately and it could happen in the coming days because of course these people are not actually going to get into office until 2023 so we still have some time here 
Then we look at the Republicans getting into office. And because we do have a Democratic president, that is just going to cause a lot more friction within, you know, the Senate. And um, my brain is totally blanking on the House and the Senate. There we go. <laughs> um, it's going to cause more friction because they're going to want to push things through. They're going to want to do things and they're not going to be able to push them through a Democratic president who is going to disagree with what they want to do. So that's going to cause a lot of friction, period. I do not think if the Republicans get into office that there will be a potential protesting eruption of, of the opposite side. I don't believe that. That's not what I've seen. Then, of course, we will be coming up to the presidency. And that's like a whole different ballgame. I'm not going to get into that. The thing I want to kind of lay out for you here is that, you know, take a step back from, from all of that now that I've shared it with you and think about our country. First of all, do you believe that our country has matured enough to come together in a way that, that like, do you think our country has come together to be mature enough to take a more peaceful approach towards change in our country? Do you believe that we're there? Do you believe that we have grown, that we have matured enough yet? When you look out on the world, do you see people who are elevated? Do you see people who are ready to come together? Do you see people who are, you know, really interested in making this country equal for all? As much as equal can be, right? Because nothing's equal. Um, and that's never going to happen on planet Earth, but that's a whole different discussion. As equal as we can possibly get to, <laughs> we'll put it that way. Or do we still have a lot of lessons to learn? Do we still have a lot of growing up to do? Do we still have to get really clear on what we want and what we don't want? Because continuing on a similar path that we've been going on, which would kind of be like keeping the Democrats in office, would take us on a continued trajectory that the way that I see it, it would take us longer to actually grow and evolve. It's kind of like taking the easier route, if you will, versus if the Republicans get in office and eventually the presidency, and we get a really clear idea of what we don't want, and we therefore learn to choose and to come together and to change the way that we view these things. Which one will get us to where we want to go faster? And I, I honestly don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I can tell you that my initial feeling that I have right now is that there's a good chance that we'll end up continuing to go the Democratic route, but that the Republican route in a way would be better for us. And I am not talking about political party here. I'm simply talking about what comes with each. Because there's like basically nothing on the Republican agenda that I agree with. Um, but to be fair, I haven't done a ton of, I, I honestly haven't ever read what the Republican agenda is at this current point in time. I'm so confused and just 
quite put off by pretty much everything I see and very put off by what I see within the Democrats as well. It's it's frustrating. And that's why so many people are having such a difficult time choosing right now. And it's completely understandable. We are all exhausted with these choices because we are picking between two evils. We are trying to find the lesser of one, of the two. And again, that is just not good enough for us. I share this with you because I wanted to give you some insight, some context into what it is that I'm seeing for future so that if something happens with the election and you are so bummed and you're just broken down and heartbroken and like, oh my gosh, this is the end, please pick yourself back up. Know that regardless of whichever route we take, we are all going to, like, it's, it's going to end up in the same place. One will take longer than the other. And honestly, I don't know which one that is. I mean, I'm sharing what, what I'm picking up on, but it could be wrong. It could be the opposite. I have no idea. It doesn't matter. I share this with you because I want to encourage you in these times. And I also want to, you know, the questions that I asked are important to look at, you know, um, I remember when uh, in the this last election, you know, Buttigieg, Pete Buttigieg was running. And um, personally, I love Beep, Pete Buttigieg. It, as soon as I saw him, I was like, boom, that's it. I mean, he didn't have to speak for five minutes and I, I was done. I knew. And I, I have to share with you that my political affiliation, I am a registered Democrat, but I would have zero, zero problem fighting or voting for a Republican if I felt like they had our best interest in mind. Zero. I do not align with parties. I probably should have shared that disclaimer up front. But my point being that when I saw him, I was just like, whoa. And of course, what I continue to see of him, I picked up every morsel I could because I was like, am I really seeing this? Could politics actually attract this type of a person? Could this type of a person really be a potential choice for us? And the thing I always came back to is like, America is not ready for him. America is not mature enough to choose him. Not yet. Not yet. When we get to that place where we choose someone like, like Pete Buttigieg, I mean, look, he's still early in his career <laughs> something could change for him too, I don't know. But our country is on that trajectory. And the only way that we're going to get there is by coming together. By stepping outside of these views of right or wrong, yes or no, black or white, homosexual, heterosexual, like all this bullshit. Because that's just what it is. It is distraction. It is meant to divide us. And division serves a purpose, you know, like I've said before on this podcast, we wouldn't know love if we didn't know hate and we wouldn't recognize hate if we didn't know love, you know, you can use that for so many different things. Polarity in and of itself is not a negative thing, but when we allow it to divide us in this way, we lose. Coming together is the only way forward. And I just want to encourage you. No matter what happens, we're going to be good. We're going to be good. The next couple of years are going to be bumpy no matter what. Like no matter what. But we're going to be good. And I want you to stick with that. And I want you to stay with that. So I'm going to kind of sign off now. 
to let you just dive into the Akashic message that was channeled through. One of the things I want to share with you is I didn't intend to necessarily sit down and channel something that people would listen to, even though I was open to that. So I was on my headphones. The quality is not the best. I'm sorry about that. I am working to, like you can find the transcription online um, on the on the blog post. Um, I'll also be sharing it on Medium. That way you can make sure that you understand it clearly because this one's got a little bit of mumbo jumbo, like just feedback stuff in it. But um, I just encourage you to take it in and pay attention to where you might get triggered or what, to what might come up, but also to just really sit in the energy because it's powerful. And um, I honestly like the energy that is connected with it is like, it feels like one of the most powerful messages that I've channeled. So I'm excited to share it with you. So just as I sign off here, I just want to invite you to share this with anyone that might benefit from it. If you found it useful, please give me a rating or like leave me a review on iTunes or Spotify. It is so helpful for people to find this podcast and be sure to sign up for the email list to receive podcast updates and helpful resources. Friends, I love you. Beautiful souls. Please take care of yourself in these times. And don't forget when we invest in ourselves, the world benefits. Enjoy the reading. There are a lot of clanging bells going around these days. Yes, they're being beat from side to side. Two standing on opposite sides of each other. One person here, one person there banging that bell back and forth, back and forth. A big, loud sound, a long cry, an echo of all that was and all that will be. Do you see the crack in that bell from all of the clinging and banging? the ways in which they keep hitting it harder and harder. Yet it doesn't go far, nor does it move. It simply makes a lot of sound. That is what is taking place on the planet at this time for there is so much sound. And yet truly the ripples of life are proceeding forward as they always have. There are ebbs and flows. Things rush in and rush out. They climb peaks and valleys. They rise and fall. This is what is occurring at this time. And that is why it feels as if at times you are on a roller coaster, shuffling down deep, speeding along faster and faster. That drop within your heart as it falls down so far before jumping back up again. 
These are not the times in which to be making decisions from a place that is not grounded, settled, deep into the earth, deep into Mother Earth, for she will ground you and settle you in moments such as these. But know that her own shaking, yes, this too, is shuffling along at its own speed. It is doing its own cracking. For she too is a mirror of all that is upon her. Everything is a mirror. Have you not learned this yet? Have you not seen the great wisdom in it? For each and every one of you are surrounded by your own world, making that world, speeding along at your own pace. You have no idea what's going on around you because all you can see is what is around you. Yet there is so much more. Know that these rhythms and paces must occur at this time. For the earth has taken too much upon her. And now she too must crack and burst with all of the restless energy that you have been feeling within yourselves. It is a rising up flowing lava, it is a total destruction taking place, yes, yes, in one place at a time. Know that there will be much that it continues to exist past this, but first you must make the choice to get through this, to walk on solid ground, to stay connected to your heart, to not allow your mind to take over or to lose itself in the ravines of fear, but to see with open eyes all that is happening around you. For it is time that things must change there is a cracking that must come together, must come together. If two wishes to become one, if one wishes to walk this planet in all her beauty without fear of what is happening below, this is a coming together. Hands will be reached out for other hands, stranger hands, hands that wouldn't have been touched before, yet now will come together in numbers. Yes, yes, great numbers. In this, we welcome you into this space, knowing that it is through togetherness that is the only way forward putting one foot in front of the other, opening up your ears to hear the stories you wish to ignore, 
opening your hearts to people you wish to close them to, reaching out your hands to pick up someone else as you too, you too will be picked up along the way. Friends and family, strangers, enemies, those across border lines. Yes, yes, those borders will mean nothing before much longer. Nothing, nothing we say. For there is nothing that can prevent and stop the wave that has begun taking place on the planet. We share this not to put you in fear, but to alert you in these times to once again, the gravity, the importance, the huge enormity of settling yourself of becoming grounded in who you are. For if not, the tyranny, the pain, the energy will overtake you and you will be left holding nothing. These words are not rooted in fear for, that is never where our messages come from but empowerment as this channel has always shared to empower you in the days ahead, to allow you to see into the future with your own heart, to open your eyes for that is what must happen. But in the midst of this, forgiveness must take place Decisions must be made. Will you come together in these times or further divide yourselves? Know that there is a part of the population that is dying down for they are choosing to step deep into the ground, deep into places from which they cannot be lifted up. That is their choosing. Know that they are on their own path. You must respect it, knowing that you too were there at one point in time or another. Knowing that you too are capable of residing there if you allow the fears to overtake you. This is why you must stand tall, stand firm, and not allow yourself to be overtaken by that which is happening all around you. You must live from a place of love. You must do from a place of love. For it is only through love that you will be able to see the other side. 
the sun that is piercing up through the earth and coming into the sky. The beautiful sunrise. Even now you are beginning to feel it on your skin. But much time must pass before it is shining brightly overhead. Once again, this is not shared to incite fear, but to alert you to the seriousness of what we share. For if you ignore it and continue walking forward on your own steady path, the path that you believe you are walking, know that there will come a day when you look back and you see that you could have made a different decision that you could have gone a different way. And the path leading to where you'll be at in that moment could have been much easier for you. For we only wish to show you love and care, to offer you steadiness as you walk along, to know that we are your helping hand, guiding you along the way through the darkness, the fog, the heaviness that now surrounds. You are never alone. We are always here. The Akashic, Christ consciousness, the infinity of love that comes directly from God above. surrounds you like a windstorm at all times. Know that as you proceed forward, things will begin occurring at an unsteady pace. The time is now. The moment is now. Do not neglect it or look away. Sink your fingers and toes into the truth of what we say. Open your hearts to see how it resides within. And know that, yes, you can and will make it through these times.